Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast, where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Hello and welcome to this week's Wealth Builders podcast. I'm so glad that you joined us today. I'm Karen Conrad and we are continuing on a real estate theme this week, but I've got a little holiday type twist in that I'm going to be adding. Uh, I'm going to call today's podcast, Tis the Season to Find Bargain Properties. I shared with you in the last podcast that Frank Pulley, one of our coaches, he and his wife, Becky, found, uh, they were sharing this with us, by the way, at the quick start for the new coaching client group. They were sharing that this is a time of year where there's a lot of opportunity to pick up bargain properties. So I know there's a lot going on, but as we're getting into real estate, I think this is really a great time to consider finding those bargain properties because a lot of people have kind of checked out for the holiday season. You add that on top of what's happening with the interest rate environment and really There's a lot of opportunity out there, and I'm going to be sharing with you 10 keys to finding bargain properties. So this is one of those podcasts. I'm going to be going through a lot of information quite quickly. So I would encourage you to get a piece of paper or a notepad, number it from one to 10, and I'll go through these, and then you can reference back on your notes. Or if you want more details on any of this, you can always go to Wealth Builders University which is wbuniversity.online, where we've got a lot of these videos and training courses available to you at a really, really low cost, actually. So check that out, wbuniversity.online. Okay, here we go. Key number one for finding a bargain property. It's going to sound kind of easy and obvious, but it's so key to helping you use your time wisely, and it is know what you want. Establish clearly what it is that you are desiring to accomplish and what type of property that you're looking for. That'll really help you to zero in on analyzing the right properties and make great use of your time as you're balancing all the holiday activities as well. So key number one, know what you want. Number two, play the numbers game. You must be willing to play the numbers game. And what we mean by that is you're going to have to look at a lot of properties, realizing that you'll probably get the right property, maybe one or two out of looking at 20 or even 30. So narrow your focus and then just realize you're going to have to put the time in to visit them, negotiate, get your financing together. One of the things that Billy noted is that for every hundred properties that he would look at or consider, he would find one that he would actually put an offer in. And that kind of helps us know like it's okay if you looked at 10 and they don't seem to work, just keep looking. And again, number two is play the numbers game. 
Key number three is focus on residential properties, primarily single family. And there's some good reasons for that. Some of them are uh, the first one, lower cost to enter. There's less money down, easier to purchase. So if you compare maybe getting one property at $200,000 versus a multifamily at a million plus, it's going to be easier to get the property, get in for financing It's going to be easier to sell if you're looking at doing a flip uh, or just holding it for a shorter period of time. And they're easier to find. They're plentiful. There's a lot more single family properties on the market than there is good, strong multifamilies or apartment buildings. All right. Key number four is look for distressed properties. Distressed simply means the condition of the property. And ideally, you want to look for a distressed property that just has cosmetic issues. We are looking at a property right now down in Florida that we're taking these keys and applying it. And we found it. It's on the canal, which we really like down there. And that was one of the things that we saw when we were looking on the internet. On the outside, it looks great. But on the inside, we could clearly see that there was something going on with the property. It is very dated, stained carpets uh, where the canal is. The seawall is like broken up and that also cued us into another distress definition, which means the situation of the seller. You know, that's really important. Billy uh, shares with us at the real estate workshops that you really want to know the situation of the seller every time. So in this property, as an example, not only do we have a distressed with the condition of the property, But as we started to look into it based on these keys, we found out what the situation of the seller was. And that also is distressed. It's a family whose remaining parent passed away and they are trying to sell that property. So those are the reasons that we looked at it and said there's some potential here. Not only can we come in and know that we can do a great job bringing that property up to the condition that would be highly desirable in the market, even in today's market. But also when you've got the situation of the seller where it's a family, I'm sure they tr- they would really love to get that under contract here by the end of the year. We feel that it's a great opportunity. So that is key number four. Key number five is determining value. And this is really important, especially in the market that we have today, keeping up with what's happening in the market and how much the market that you're looking in is affected by the interest rate environment. So not every market's the same. And for example, the one that we're in, in Florida, the values aren't really decreasing But the time on market is increasing a bit. We're starting to see people lower prices. And there seems to be kind of a lot of, this might be a little harsh, but junk, if you know what I mean. Like the properties that are going on the market are not the ideal properties. But our risk is, even with the one that we're looking at, is determining the value. So we might know what that value is today, 
But looking at the trends of the market over the last three months and even six months, we have to look out ahead to when we actually would have the property done and what the value would be at that time. So there's three ways that you can take a look at determining value. The first one is sales comparisons to like properties. And this is something your real estate agent absolutely should be helping you with, but you can actually do a lot of research on the apps that we talk about where uh, we can look at realtor.com, for example, I can go to the just sold tab and I can do the analysis myself and I might not have access to everything, but it gets me a pretty good idea of what the values are. Also, if you look at replacement cost, and this is something that an appraiser coming in actually looks at it both ways. What would it cost to replace this property? And what would the value be if I had to start from scratch and replace everything? And the third one in determining value is the income approach. And this is something that you really want to look at if this is a possible short-term rental, a buy-in hold, or if it is a multifamily, this is kind of how the valuation comes in, is based on the income approach. So there's a lot more in there as far as value, but I'm just going to stop there on this one so I can get through to the rest of them. But key number five is determining value. Key number six is look at the seller. I did touch on this. The situation of the seller is very important. We always say this, this is one of Billy's lines that just, uh, I just can hear in my head all the time. And I'm sure many of you as well, you make money in real estate when you buy, not when you sell. You'll usually know if a property is distressed in the situation of a seller by the listing price of the property that gives you a key. And there is a higher degree of motivation when you understand the situation of the seller to unload the property. And so it's very helpful to take time to learn about that because you can come in knowing what's going to be important to them. So in the situation that I described where we've got a family whose parent passed away and they, as uh, the kids are trying to sell the property, getting top dollar that might take maybe six months is probably not the main motivator. Time and getting it off the books and them able to move on is a key motivator. So in that situation, I would go in with an offer that would be an offer that we know we could make money on, of course, doing the valuation that we've done. But also if I could get the financing together in a way that I can do a quick close, that's going to position me to be in a better uh, position when I put the offer in that's low because it's going to balance out. Yes, it's a low offer, But if we can close in 10 days, we can get out of this property by the end of the year. Key number seven, foreclosures. There is some opportunities, not like there was back in 2008 to 2010, but there is an opportunity and we think that there'll be more of these coming on the market for foreclosures. And foreclosure simply means that their loan payment hasn't been paid in a timely manner. So the best way to buy foreclosure is when the lender has taken back the property. So this is something that if you're working with a real estate agent that is maybe has relationships with local banks, Oftentimes these do show up on MLS, but there's also different websites that are out there that show foreclosures that you can research. One of the things that we used to look at all the time when I was uh, in real estate in Colorado 
is I would go on the HUD website and look for FHA in VA foreclosures. And then we had the time where there was nothing on the market because the interest rates were so low uh, and people were just picking up those properties at a really strong price. And now we're going into a season where some of those are popping up again. So it might be time for you to look at foreclosures. Key number eight, identify your formula. We talk about this. I'm sure you've heard it. You probably know it by heart now because we've talked about it so much, but this is where you do the one to one and a half percent ratio. You look at staying within the three to four times median income. You look for a minimum of $300 cash flow and you stay within the 10 to 20% cash on cash return. So this looks like if it's a investment of $100,000, the rent should be 1000 to 1500 So just identify your formula and stay with it. When you do that, you're able to keep your emotions out of it, and it helps you to steer clear of overpaying for something that maybe you just kind of really love. And those of you like me that love to see transformation and design and bringing a property that looked bad coming back to life, I can really get into that process. And sometimes I need like Levi and Dave to reel me back in, which they do a great job of, and just remind me that if you put this much into making this part of the house perfect, we're not going to get a return. So it's good to have people around you that can help rein us in when we just want to go for the amazing look, right? Key number nine is building a team. This is so important. And one of your main people that you need to locate is a good real estate agent. You also need to have connections for contractors for you to take on a rehab. It's difficult to buy a property and then start looking for the contractors. You may not have all of them up front, but you should have some relationship to get going with the demo and a plan before you purchase the property because you're going to need estimates and get a good idea of people that do good work that you can count on. If you're not able to locate them on the front end, you're putting yourself at risk for just increased holding costs and really maybe even a contractor that doesn't do a great job that could cause you some issues down the road. You also want to look for a good property manager if you're going to do a buy and hold or maybe hire someone to do a short-term rental. And you need a good mortgage broker or mortgage lender. That's absolutely key because you need the financing. You also need to have a banker where you have your accounts and they often will help you do a construction loan or a rehab loan. You need a good insurance agent. You need a good accountant. And personally, we really learned that this last year. We saved thousands of dollars by switching an accountant from someone that didn't really know real estate, they're a great CPA, but didn't know real estate to someone that really understood real estate. And they kind of keep you in that safe place too. So you don't try to write things off that you shouldn't or Uh, Make sure that you're covered trying to go for that real estate designation and you need a good attorney, just like our very own Bill Bronchek, who does the consultations for our coaching clients It's part of the package so that you know how to set things up and keep yourself protected legally. Key number 10 
is real estate agents. And we did cover that briefly in some of the other slides, but I'm going to give you more specific information on how to find the right real estate agent. Ask them if they've owned investment properties in for how long. You should go through an interview process. When you think about it, if you were going to hire a key employee in your business, you would take them through an extensive interview process. Well, this person is so key to your team, you need to vet them and interview people to find out who the best fit is. And we really recommend, and Billy says this, like find someone that has investment properties than themselves. There's a lot of good reasons for that. But one of them is that they're going to understand how to negotiate. They're going to understand, you know, holding costs. Also, that someone that they've been through it, they know where the pitfalls are. They're not going to put you in a situation where you're just getting a deal that's not good for you. They understand the different things to look for. Sometimes real estate agents, you know, are wired. We just want to get this deal done. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's important that we're pulling to bring deals together, but we don't want to get the deal closed and get that commission at the cost of you and I as the investor making a bad investment. Also, real estate agents are a key to helping you find key partners in the area. We worked with Jantina in Cocoa Beach. Now, Levi is actually licensed there. She uh, is become a very good friend of ours. She has investment properties herself and she was so key to helping us find, you know, a good plumber, an electrician, key contractors, connecting us with an insurance agent that understood the market. Your insurance agent is key and your real estate agent is the key to helping you find these people in the market that are going to help you bring your dream of investing in real estate to reality. Also ask them if they or another agent they know personally manages properties. A good property manager is key. We have a fabulous property manager. Actually, they're part of the real estate coaching group down in Melbourne, Texas, Troy and Eileen Peterson with IGC. And I can't tell you how awesome it is to have the strong real estate agent and the property manager helping to vet deals. They look at it from different perspectives and it's just been a huge blessing. And we want to explain our formula to the real estate agent and ask them to bring us only to properties that meet that formula. If they know what your criteria is, that's going to help them to vet out the right properties and make sure that your time is being very valued and you're being efficient, especially during the holiday season in looking at properties. So we want to just let you know that this is a great time and encourage you. If you want to pick up a couple properties, maybe you've got a tax liability that's looming and you're like, oh my goodness, I've got this huge liability. What do I do? Well, now is the time. Maximize these last three and a half weeks or three weeks, I guess, at the time that this podcast airs in 2022 to find the bargain property. Well, thank you so much for joining me today on this podcast. Again, we just send our love to you and our wishes for a happy holiday season. Blessings on you and your family. And we really appreciate you taking time 
to spend your time listening to the Wealth Builders podcast. God bless you and make it a great rest of the day. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on Wealth Builders.